You are listening to Messy in the Middle, the show here to help you navigate the messy blend that is life and business today. I'm your host, Haley Johnson, and my guests and I are here to dish out all the hot takes, big wins, and seriously messy moments that come with being an entrepreneur. So grab another cup of coffee, you know you want to, and let's get into it. Hi, welcome back to Messy in the Middle. And before we dive into today's episode, I want to just give you guys a little bit of context. So I asked ChatGPT to write me a 15-minute long script about staying consistent with marketing when you're too busy. And this is what they came up with. So if you stick your way through this episode, you might be thinking that it doesn't really sound like me. And that's because I didn't write it or say it. (laughs) But I think it'll be really interesting to kind of go through. And then when I'm done with ChatGPT's version of the episode, we can have a little debrief and kind of see how that goes. We are also doing a bunch of other stuff with ChatGPT this week, and we'll be creating a full case study, like full-ass scientific experiment about the entire thing. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll release another episode where Angela and I are actually going to talk about the experience of letting ChatGPT kind of take control of the creative. But until then, you have this episode, which... I'll let you create your own opinion of. So let's dive into it. Welcome to Messy in the Middle, the podcast where we talk about the messy parts of entrepreneurship. In this episode, we're going to be discussing a common problem that many businesses face. How to stay consistent with marketing when you are busy. We know that running a business can be hectic and demanding, and marketing often takes a back seat when there are other urgent tasks to attend to. However, consistency is key when it comes to marketing, and neglecting it can have serious consequences. In this episode, we will be sharing some tips and strategies to help you stay consistent with your marketing efforts, even when you're busy. Tip number one is to prioritize your marketing efforts. When you're busy, it's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day tasks of running your business and neglect your marketing efforts. However, Marketing is essential to the success of your business, and it should be a priority. One way to ensure that your marketing efforts don't fall by the wayside is to make them a priority. For example, Sarah, a freelance graphic designer, schedules time every Monday morning to work on her marketing tasks. She treats this time with the same level of importance as other tasks on her to-do list, like invoicing or project deadlines. By making marketing a priority, Sarah ensures that her efforts are consistent and effective. Tip number two is to create a marketing plan. Creating a marketing plan is essential to staying consistent with your marketing efforts. A marketing plan outlines your marketing goals and the strategies you will use to achieve them. It also helps you stay on track by providing a roadmap for your marketing efforts. For example, John, the owner of a small marketing agency, creates a marketing plan every quarter. He sets realistic marketing goals that align with his business objectives and maps out the tactics he will use to achieve those goals. By having a plan in place, John is able to stay organized and focused on his marketing efforts, even when he's busy with client work. Tip number three is to automate your marketing tasks. Automation can be a huge time saver when it comes to marketing. 
There are many tools and software available that can automate tasks such as social media posting, email marketing, and lead generation. By automating these tasks, you can save time and ensure that your marketing efforts continue even when you're busy. For example, Jane, a social media manager for a small business, uses a scheduling tool to schedule social media posts in advance. This allows her to create content when she has time and ensures that her social media accounts are consistently active. Tip number four is to outsource your marketing tasks. If you find that you're struggling to stay consistent with your marketing efforts, outsourcing may be a viable option. Outsourcing your marketing tasks to a freelancer or agency can take the pressure off and ensure that your marketing efforts are consistently executed. Additionally, outsourcing can bring in fresh ideas and expertise that you may not have in-house. For example, Tom, the owner of a small e-commerce store, outsources his email marketing campaigns to a freelance marketer. This frees up his time to focus on other aspects of his business while still maintaining a consistent marketing presence. Tip number five is to repurpose your content. Creating fresh new content on a consistent basis can be time consuming. One way to stay consistent with your content marketing efforts is to repurpose your existing content. This means taking existing content and repackaging it in different formats. For example, you could turn a blog post into a video or a podcast episode into an infographic. Repurposing your content can save time and ensure that you're consistently putting out content for your audience. For example, Karen, a content marketer for a software company, repurposes her blog posts into social media posts, email letters, and even webinars. By repurposing her content, Karen is able to consistently provide value to her audience without having to create new content from scratch every time. Staying consistent with marketing can be a challenge, especially when you're busy with other tasks. However, neglecting your marketing efforts can have serious consequences for your business. By prioritizing your marketing efforts, creating a marketing plan, automating your marketing tasks, outsourcing your marketing tasks, and repurposing your content, you can stay consistent with your marketing efforts even when you're busy. We hope that you found these tips helpful and that you can apply them to your own business. Thanks for tuning in to Messy in the Middle. Be sure to subscribe for more tips and strategies on navigating the messy parts of entrepreneurship. But please don't exit out of the podcast because I want to talk about this. So I obviously can't speak to your listening experience, but from my perspective, I hated that. I found that the information ChatGPT was able to give me about the topic was very surface level, which makes sense because it's essentially just scouring the internet for what's already out there. And I felt like it was just telling me the most obvious things that I could do to save time without really thinking about the context or nuance or situations I could be in to need to be saving that time. So it wasn't really able to give any actionable advice because of how generic it was. Maybe everyone could feel some level of connection with the idea of outsourcing some of your marketing or using some automation tool, but I don't think that anything that was said was really like an aha moment for anyone listening. If you were listening and you did have that aha moment, please reach out to me because I'd love to talk about it. But in general, when I decided to create the podcast and when I work on podcast episodes and even when I do interviews, 
I really want to be getting deeper than whatever keyword I'm trying to rank for. Problem that I have with a lot of content that we're supposed to make, supposed to make as business owners, is that like we're doing it to please before we're doing it to educate. And the thing that we're trying to please is technology. So when we're creating these surface level pieces of content that are designed to please an algorithm or rank for SEO or be digestible by some program, we're not really able to dive in and create content that helps people. And I think that that's where a lot of the value in blogs and podcasts comes from is in being actually helpful and being relatable and being actionable because not everyone who listens to your content is going to turn around and just pay you money to do the thing you're good at. It'd be great if that was the case, but it's not. And I think that as content creators and people who are asking our listeners to give us their time, I think to some level we have a responsibility to give them something to make that time worth it. And for me, the five-minute podcast script that was supposed to be 15 minutes long that took three rounds of chat GPT prompts to hone in to be some level of like sufficient. I don't think that was a good value delivery in exchange for your time. It was also really repetitive. I know I obviously read through a couple versions of it before finding the script that I was comfortable recording and I was having some microphone issues so I did record it a couple times but I swear like the same sentence is probably in that script three or four times and there was not really any like explanation or nuance woven into it it was very much just like you can repurpose stuff Karen repurposed stuff you can too which I didn't I didn't love that. It was also really short. I mentioned that I specifically asked for a 15 minute long podcast script. And I know that ChatGPT has some like length restrictions. And that's something that we'll talk about a little bit more in the full case study version of this podcast. But I asked for a 15 minute episode and it gave me a five minute episode. And I actually did need to use another prompt to have it finish writing the episode because it kind of just cut me off while we were talking about Karen. And that was really short. And I don't necessarily know that that matters because if I were to do it again under different parameters, I probably could have gotten a more robust podcast, at least in terms of length. But I don't know necessarily that we would be solving this like depth issue or the issue of repetition. And we definitely wouldn't be able to accomplish, you know, my biggest goal when creating this content, which is creating something new and creating something that you haven't heard before. There are enough podcasts out there that kind of just regurgitate the same information that you can find other places. And that's not what I want this podcast or any of my content to be. And it was something that I really struggled with in the process of creating all of the content for this week and for this experiment was that like, I felt bad for putting my audience through it because I think that figuring out how to balance marketing while you're busy is a really real struggle for a lot of business owners. And I want to give you guys actual advice that's like my take on that and not just what people have already said on the internet already. So will I do this again? (laughs) Probably not. 
not unless I plan to do another experiment and like give it a better shot. But the research question here was really like, we're all panicking about AI taking over and snapping its fingers and getting rid of all of our marketing jobs. And I wanted to create a situation where, you know, we could put in the bare minimum and see what AI gives us. And it shouldn't be surprising that she's given us nothing. (laughs) So I think that if you are working in content marketing today, if you are working in any kind of marketing today, your job is safe, but we can dive more into the details and numbers behind all of that once I have the data from this this week's worth of content. So before I leave you, I want to give you some of my actual tips for figuring out how to balance marketing when you are busy because it happens. It's about to be summer. So even if you're not busy, you might just like not want to be inside at your computer all the time. And that's totally valid. So my first tip is that repurposing content and outsourcing your marketing are great. But if you don't have content to repurpose and you don't have resources to hire, it's not really helpful advice. So what are you supposed to do? My recommendation whenever this is the case, and in my, you know, six years of entrepreneurship, it's been the case a lot. I've had a lot of situations where I don't have enough content to lean on to create a consistent strategy of just like repurposed stuff. And I didn't have the money to go out and either bring in, you know, a high level strategic professional to help me or even just find the volume of virtual assistant or other support for just execution. Like that wasn't an option. And I always go back to figuring out which marketing activities actually move the needle for me and figuring out which marketing activities have a lasting impact on my business and finding the intersection of those activities and my bandwidth and really sitting there for as long as possible. And for me, this has always been networking and having a clear presence on LinkedIn. There was a period of time where I didn't have any content to repurpose because I didn't have a website to host it on. I had nothing for people to come to. I had nowhere for people to turn to. And I still was trying to run a business. I certainly didn't have money for hiring someone to help me with my website. I didn't have a website. And I found my home on LinkedIn. I built a really clear presence on LinkedIn by getting my profile set up, getting it to the point where it was very clear who I was, who I helped, what I did. And then I made connections and I made sure that those connections were lasting. So if someone didn't need my help right now, I made sure to stay connected with them, stay engaged with their content and stay a person in there kind of ecosystem so that once they were ready, they knew to come to me. That way I was engaging with people in a way that made sense with my schedule and my bandwidth. I have LinkedIn on my phone. You can scroll in the elevator. You can scroll on the train. You can engage that way. And it was lasting because I was making relationships. I wasn't just focusing on one-off transactions. So figuring out what lasts for you as a marketing activity and what moves the needle for you as a marketing activity and making room for that in your schedule is going to be more helpful than trying to repurpose content you don't have or outsource with money that is not available to you or is not abundant in the way that you would like. My next 
tip for marketing when you're busy is to not worry about what's trendy or what's fancy or what's the thing everyone's talking about in business right now. It's just to create and share what you know. You have knowledge. You are an absolute expert in your field, in your industry, in whatever your area of service is. Use that knowledge to promote yourself. Use that knowledge to create content if creating content is what you enjoy. Use that knowledge to build relationships. Use that knowledge to consult and help people. I think having just a positive presence and a positive impact on people can count as marketing if it's helping you grow your business and if it's in alignment with who you are and how you want to show up in the world. So don't worry about what everyone says the next big thing is or what the missing piece is to help you market your business. You know what to do to show people that you're good at what you do. So just do it and don't worry about what everyone else is doing. And then my final tip is a little bit annoying, but it's important and it's something that I need to remind myself of all the time. And that is to give yourself grace. If you are too busy to market because you're too busy with work or life or your family, well, your family is your life, but if you're too busy with whatever, don't make yourself feel like shit about it. And then if you're too burnt out from being busy when things finally slow down, that the thought of building a content plan or starting a podcast or blogging or hosting a webinar, if that just makes you feel like you are too overwhelmed to even think about it, then just don't do it. And don't make yourself feel like you have to and don't let everyone else make you feel like you have to. You're allowed to be frustrated if you don't have the energy to do things that light you up, but don't let the shoulds and what other people are doing make you feel like what you're doing isn't good enough because it is as long as you're trying. And trying can look like lying on the floor in the sun because you just need a break. And trying can look like recording a podcast. And trying can look like showing up for a webinar, although I don't really enjoy doing that one. Trying can look like whatever you want it to look like. So don't be mad at yourself or beat yourself up if it doesn't look like what it looks like for everyone else. So those are my tips for marketing when you're busy. Those were ChatGPT's tips for marketing when you're busy earlier. And we got some fun little musings in between. So this has definitely been an interesting episode of Messy in the Middle. I hope you enjoyed it and I thank you for sticking with me through yeah what I think is definitely one of our less organized episodes and that's saying something if you were to see my brain and how I organize my notes for these shows. So thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with I believe another interview and then after that we'll have like the full debrief of all of this chat GPT nonsense. So thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you next week for another episode of Messy in the Middle.